What up, fam? Welcome to Untitled and Unbothered. Hope we're doing good this morning, and I hope we're ready to listen to some good conversation. Keep it locked here and Untitled and Unbothered. Here we go. All right, welcome to another episode of Untitled and Unbothered. My name is Cedric, and I'm going to be the moderator for today, so buckle your seats and listen up. So the topic for today is social media and how it affects the youth. So I haven't read research since I've done like my grad school project thesis. So bear with me, guys. One of the things that I really wanted to bring up is something that this doctor actually brings up. Give me one minute because I definitely do not want to butcher this lady's name. So this is coming from like the Journal of the Child Mind Institute saying why people are so obsessed with social media because people are obsessed with social cues. Because if you think about it, you know, in real life, it's kind of true. You look at somebody to kind of give you that signal of body language just if either like they're feeling you if maybe you're gonna get along with them if they're angry with you so a lot of times it is obsessive so i think when people are online that's the thing that they're looking for you know in quoting dr katherine steiner adair you know who's a clinical psychologist and the author of the big disconnect so you know no cap here guys you know she's saying that as a species we are highly attuned to reading social cues there's no question kids are missing out on very critical social skills in a way texting and online communicating it's not like it creates a nonverbal learning disability, but it puts everybody in a nonverbal disabled context where body language, facial expression, and even the smallest kinds of vocal reactions are rendered invisible. All right, so take it away, guys. Whoever wants to start passing off the torch. There's a lot of positive impacts with social media, and there's a lot of negative impacts. Like I would say, for some of the positive impacts of social media, I would say that it's great for making, you know, and maintaining relationships. It's great for self-expression, self-identity, emotional support, and community building. But the negative impacts could also include increased levels of depression, anxiety, poor sleep, dissatisfaction with body image, cyberbullying, you know, stuff like that. Because social media, you know, there, there could be a lot of people that post a lot of hateful comments and, you know, one little post that you put, you know, once it's out there, it's out there. So people, you know, some people are, you know, mean, you know, then they don't really care about what they say or post on there. So uh, you just got to be careful what you put. Yeah, adding to that, man, I, you know, I like how you said the positive and negatives, um, and especially for the youth nowadays, uh, social media is so available. And I think what comes with social media as a negative is like peer pressure um, and also, you know, cyberbullying and just trying to put this image out there that, you know, maybe it's someone that you're not or, you know, trying to be this perfect person. But the positive stuff, I mean, like this is what I was saying, I think it's to connect with family and friends. I mean, you know, back before our time, I think it was like so hard to call someone or to even send a letter or stuff like that. And now we have social media as a way to know what everyone is doing uh, on a daily basis or on a weekly basis, stuff like that. Some people use it more, you know, on a, like a business platform, stuff like that. But I do think, especially if we're going to specify on the youth nowadays, I think social media can make something go viral uh, and it could be positive and negative. Uh, we're seeing TikTok right now, you know, a lot of people using it for good reasons, some people using it for bad. So I just think, you know, I think also with maturity, uh, you know, for example, for me growing up as a kid, I didn't have social media, but as I got into closer to college, and stuff like that it was bigger um, and I use it more of a platform not to like do anything inappropriate and stuff like that I mean it, for me it's more of a way to you know show who I am show what I'm interested in and to deliver it in a way that's professional like I in my, in my thinking is like I wouldn't want my boss or someone to look at my profile and fire me right so I think we just have to be careful but I like I like this this topic especially nowadays with social media yeah I mean I feel like when it comes to the impact it has on the youth I feel like the pro and the con is kind of the same in the sense that it exposes the youth to what's reality, you know, doesn't hide anything, 
coming from the youth, it, it lets them know, you know, that there's people out there that, you know, may not agree with what you think. There's people out there that may be total jerks. You know, there's people out there that express themselves in different ways. But I think the most important thing is it comes down to the parent, like how the parent uses the social media to educate the, the child, you know, like if the child has a parent where they don't really care, they don't look after what they're looking at in social media, then that child might grow up to agree with things that they shouldn't agree with. But if they look after their child and they see what they're looking at on the social media and they use that as a lesson to teach their children, then that child can grow up to be mature. That child can grow up with a different understanding. So I think, I really think the pros and the cons are really the same and it depends on the parent. To add to that, I feel that the generations that we are in now and we're currently experiencing these generations growing up compared to the generations that we grew up with, it's completely changed the mindset of these individuals. So something I found that was really interesting to me was that a 2018 study done by the Pew Research Center found that almost 45% are online. So 45% of 13 to 17 year olds are online and 97% of them use social media platforms such as YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat. That to me is really interesting. Yeah, it, it's a lot. Like if you think about how many individuals, especially developing minds, because if you think about it, children don't really mature until the age of 25, right? Their frontal cortex lobes aren't fully developed. And so all the, the social media exposure actually changes and morphs them into the individuals that they are. So it does have a large impact on them. And this is why we see a lot of suicides, a lot of videos you know relating to bullying because that's the culture that is kind of created through these what is it through these social media sites if you think about everything that goes viral it's only to be honest like dumb stuff that goes viral like for example who remembers, yeah who remembers the the todd uh what is it the todd what is it eating tide pods or whatever who oh, remembers dude, that? i was like that's natural selection at that point bro <laughs> it, it can't be <laughs> that's, but, that's that's clearly no one's inside you feel me like i don't know it, it does but, but i mean think about it like how many people how many <laughs> kids looked at that video and were like oh let me try that why because a lot. they wanted to become famous right a, a lot you're and no you're right like to the dude it's it's so insane how we were kind of a not a we were kind of a part of that generation because kids our age were doing that and you know what's crazy that after that like a lot of stores had to implement a new procedure of locking those things and getting employees to actually open it up for adults to buy and i think that's insane that that actually happened that social that's media crazy. did something to do uh, to do a change that large that like brand stores had to make that change like that's insane right guys yeah, yeah. and i mean yeah, like Alejandro was mentioning earlier about TikTok where, you know, there's some teenagers who are like making videos that they think it's a trend and they're trying to get popular and whatnot, but it's really like racism. I don't know if you guys have seen those type of videos where it's like these like bullshit videos where they're like saying, you know, now that I have this person or this specific race attention, I'm gonna do this. Like, it's crazy. Well, um, I'm gonna add a little bit to this conversation. Uh, for me, it's more like this. Social media, obviously with the times you evolve. And so this generation, the youth is experiencing a boom in social media, right? Things that probably our generation didn't have as much. And so doing some a little bit of research too, uh, this year, actually in March, 2020, the uh, North Carolina Medical Journal found that 
95% of all adolescents, 13 to 18 years old, have access to a smartphone. Like, let that sink in. Like, I never had a phone at that age. And so the fact that they just have access to all this content at such a young age is pretty staggering, in my opinion. And so with that comes good and bad, like we were talking about. And so obviously pretty good in terms of it gives kids an outlet to express themselves, right? Feel good about themselves, see entertainment, uh, funny content, maybe like learn new skills. Um, there's a lot of content out there that, you know, kind of promotes education or learning things. So in that way, I feel like it's a good thing. But like we were talking about, there's always a bad thing with everything. And so uh, in one study they did here in this journal, um, they found that about, you know, there's about 15% of adolescents that feel that a lot of the content on online can kind of maybe show risky behavior like alcohol use, drug use, stuff like that. And so of course, peer pressure to fit in is a big deal. And so um, because it's so accessible to people that age, and at that age, at least for me, when I was that age, I didn't know what I wanted to do or who I wanted to be. And so it's, you know, I feel like I would be easily swayed seeing a video about something that looks cool and you know wanting to be cool maybe try it out i feel like there's a dichotomy with social media a balance like i think johnny was saying there's people that are good out there and there's people that are bad and so the youth can be influenced in a positive way or in a negative way and so i thought it was just interesting for sure like like just realizing how many people that age have access to online data online content and so it just kind of brings the question to you know how, how could we use this to better the next generation generation and not for the worse you know so i don't know like i thought it was just really interesting and uh i guess a conversation that's going to be ongoing because social media is always evolving that's my opinion on it you're right all the stuff that you're saying man i mean it hits home and you're right i mean at the end of the day i mean there's gonna it's hard to measure like as an entirety how negative and how positive it could be i'm actually gonna ask one of you guys to do me a favor right now it could be i don't know i'm just gonna pick two people whether johnny or caesar to look up some stats like i want to see i guess if one of you can look up real quick like i guess like stats on like the negative part of like social media because I like that you brought up that part where the people see like risky behavior because remember back in the day now it's like oh I saw this somebody do this on TV or I saw this do somebody do this on on YouTube or on Facebook now it's like yeah. I do that I've been hearing I hear kids say like this stuff all the time like oh yeah like I've seen this on TikTok like even on like Instagram videos where people say like oh hey mom I'm doing this thing that I saw on TikTok or hey I'm doing this thing because uh, of Twitter or hey will you stop doing this if I get a million likes on Twitter so I I feel like a lot a lot of the way that this social media is affecting our youth too is people are actually getting more and more in a way it's gonna sound weird the way what i'm gonna say it's like extroverted but introverted at the same time like right i guess more introverted in public and in, with and with people but more extroverted online because uh, there's people that i've known where i'm just like dude this person was never like this before and then now it's like where the heck did this sudden confidence and and uh, extrovert behavior come from you know yeah. not saying that it's negative but i'm just saying like the effects that i that in that way in that way where it has on kids that uh, on kids that maybe aren't like as vocal in person i mean I, I, in one way yeah it's a positive thing where it gives them a platform to share and maybe in turn it brings like a circle back around of something positive to the personal life but going back to the point of like hey i mean it, kids are like you said they're influential i mean how many kids are seeing other kids chugging stuff and they're like oh i'm gonna do that too and make a tiktok of me chugging five beers instead of three or right. something like that you know like, yeah and I, a... I want to just quickly add before caesar and johnny uh give the input is that so i don't know if you guys are i don't know if you guys really know or are familiar with the term 
priming, right? So like what for, is that whatever what? priming, the word priming in uh, psychology. You gotta explain so, that. So priming, yeah, bro, I don't yeah, even know what that means, bro. So, so I'm gonna explain it. So pretty much priming is like your brain remembers the first and last things of anything. Like it tends to remember in a series of things, the first thing that came up and like the last thing, you know? So like if I gave you like 20 numbers right now, randomly, you'd probably remember the first one and the last one better than anything in the middle because it's just I, easier, right? I bet put 20 on it, bro. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. We could, no, no, no. So another stat from this research or uh, that that was performed in North Carolina, which was in March of this year, um, was that they found that kids 13 and 18 years old, okay, in this study, 40% of them went on their phones on social media five minutes before going to sleep, and 36% of them reported waking up to check their phones. So yeah, like the newspaper, huh? The last thing you do in the day is check social media, and then the first thing you do is check. So, so like, you see what I'm saying? Like it's 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 constantly yeah. on their mind. It's constantly on their mind. So it's it's a very impactful thing that we can you know study and, and talk about because you know it's, it's so accessible that these are pretty much the things that their their lives revolve on is, is social media and so i just thought that that was pretty impactful too you know like knowing that the last and first thing they do during their days is social media that's pretty impactful in my opinion okay i'm not gonna give more stats because this is not a research paper or anything so <laughs> yeah i know do that. it sounds like a research paper but i have a question that i'm gonna propose to you guys yeah do, so do you feel oh i don't feel the same way but okay let's Damn, okay fine zaddy whatever um, <laughs> just kidding I love you but yeah, better. I was gonna ask do you all feel compared to how we grew up that social media is actually more involved in our lives than it used to be well yes but do you feel <laughs> like it's taken over your life like you can't live without social media I don't think it's taken over my life but um, I think it has expanded. I mean, I, almost every company has, you know, Facebook or I would say follow me on Twitter or follow me on this. So, I mean, I think it's just every company or every kind of organization is kind of popping on social media because they're seeing also the positive effects of like the huge following and, you know, our platforms to get free, basically free advertisement, right? So I think in my way, I think it positively expanded also. Uh, I mean, the, the negative way is always going to be there, like, you know, like cyberbullying and stuff like that. But I, going back to your question, I, I, I don't think social media will take over my life where it's like if one day you tell me you know you gotta take away my facebook and instagram bro it's not like i'm gonna be you know like depressed and you know bankrupt like i'm fine uh but i do think that nowadays people want to use it more uh which is good and bad because then it's getting more people on it right i mean it, it's making someone create an account uh and then they'll see what other people are posting but that's my input i think at the end of the day we gotta make that self-decision right of how much we want social media to impact our life um and i think when you're a kid when you're when you're young it's hard man it's really tough it honestly is because you want to show off you want to do more like said was saying earlier you want to drink two more beers you know because you want to look better but when you're older i think you see how it's not as important couldn't have said it better myself i like coming from the dad right I, I agree with that too well i have another question now all right ask it son questions of c's <laughs> The okay. second question I have is, is social media more about communication or is it more about showing what you have? And let me let me explain that because I would say the second one. Like, let, let me explain that, like what I mean by that, like showing what you have. Like, you know, we all, you know, communicate through social media, right? We post our accomplishments. We post, you know, what we did, what we ate. Damn, like if we're in the bathroom, you know, if we painted the bathroom. <laughs> well, I don't know about all that. You gotta bro. post that. <laughs> <laughs> that's me, that's me time. This guy. That's me time. That's where, yeah. I go and, that's where I go and think about my regrets and let them all out. You know what I'm saying? But no, hell no. Well, some of us, you know, you know, 
know some of us even use social media as like a way to let our emotions out you know how many people have you seen on social media that have posted up like oh you know pray for me i'm going through this this and that you know oh you know i just went through this this and that i feel sad oh bad taste, those, bro. you know really? a lot so is That's it more about so. is it more about communicating with other people or is it more about showing other people and receiving self-worth from it oh uh, like validation and all that yes all right you know what just because i know he's itching on it like a fish on a hook and i feel like he's got some good content right now cisco what's what's on your mind okay <laughs> I, 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 I feel the vibes you know what the, I, to answer Jesus' question i would say it's a little bit of both because like in you know my cousin's case you know alejandro eduardo like for them it's communicating with family you know because they have family in spain that they communicate with like, like every day almost on you know whether it's instagram facebook it's whatsapp whatever yeah but i feel like it's also like just he just said it's uh, showing what you got because also it's like if you log on twitter what's the first thing you see someone's you know ranting about some you know something that happened throughout in their day or something yeah. you know something like something where they're commenting on a post that they saw you know you go on facebook same thing people are posting stuff like they cooked something today you know they ran five miles today or they did something you know something positive throughout their day yeah uh, but also it's like it's a way for people just to show off what they have too it's also it's like when you see celebrities what are they what are they posting you know their fancy dancy cars their fancy homes their fancy living room all that you know stuff like that i don't know so i'd yeah. say it's just a little bit of both it's like it's that's why i was like going back it's going back to what i said earlier it's like there's positives there's negatives uh to you know so having having social media but you know so, yeah. some people some people can live with it some people can live without Cannot. it yeah yeah so it, it just depends on your personality like are you someone that you know do you go on social media a lot or are you someone that like you know that could care less about social media and you're more about physical interactions well do you go on social media a lot me so me for me personally i do go on social media but i don't really post anything like honestly i just go just to see like news about sports like whether it's so about the niners whether it's about the giants no because most of the time i either just just to see like what's going on in the sports world or sometimes i just get notifications and not even check it you know so for me it's like going back to all the hundred said for me it's like i think like it'll suck losing all your pro your your social media accounts you know but at the end of the day it's like it's just you know it's just an app it's just uh it's just twitter it's just facebook you know it's like you have bigger problems in the world to deal with you know like you have school you have work you know Andre's case he has a kid he has a family you know so there's other stuff that you know that that occupies your mind besides just social media and you know for me personally it's like i think for me personally being a business management major or you know at, 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 at in school Flat I think social, social you know I, 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 for me social media will probably end up being my best friend because it's like if you want to be a business major you know you want to get your business out there you know social media is probably the best way to do it well put man I like that alright so I'm, I'm gonna put this other question from someone that I definitely want to hear from Johnny I'm, I kind of want to take it back in time with a little bit with what Cisco was kind of mentioning like with the positives and everything and since we're, you know, we know we want to focus on the youth I kind of want you to kind of picture yourself so let's say Johnny you're, you're like 16 and 17 the big thing for us back then was was facebook like instagram didn't even really start till we're already like seniors in high school graduating but i kind of want you to like to take yourself back in time to that to that age and i kind of want to get your opinion you know being a teenager let's say like you know you were in modern times mo and you know in modern age uh modern year where you had more of all the social media do you think that it would have impacted you positively positively or negatively in terms of dating communicating with your friends and with like 
determining the choices like that you were gonna make maybe from going from high school to college like I want to hear from you what, what would you say man I mean I feel My like bad. I know it's a, I, know it's a, yeah. I know it's a deep question bro but I, I really want to get like that nitty-gritty stuff I'm so sorry for asking such a deep question no it's all good I mean I think for me personally it would it would have probably affected me negatively and positively negative because I feel like you know back in high school I wasn't really ready for all that social media so you know there may have been people talking shit things like that and mentally back in the day I probably wouldn't be able to ignore it and just like be like oh this is just a post from this idiot or whatever and just go with my day like I would probably yeah, have yeah. to respond to it you know yeah where now if I see a post of someone say talking shit about me I'll just be like all right whatever it's your opinion I don't care but like I feel like in that in that way it would affect me also with relationship you know like maybe I wouldn't have known how to react with say if my significant other back in the day would have posted some sort of picture or I don't know would have commented on someone's post and said something that I didn't like like I don't know because my mindset back in the day was different but I think it would have helped me in terms of getting into college or finding the necessary resources because I know that when I was in high school I didn't really know about any of the resources available and I know yeah, nowadays yeah people tend to expose that to the younger people like high school students you know they if there's a helpful resource someone's going to post about it like they're going to be like oh you know if you have any children or if you have any high school students make sure that they apply for this scholarship and back in the day it was more like you had to do the research you had to find out yourself so big facts i hella agree with that for sure yeah so like in that in that way i feel like that would have been a great help for me personally because you know applying for college colleges and all of that that was a huge stress on me and I didn't really have anyone to be like oh you know there's these scholarships that are available apply to these or you know your fastest do these dates like make sure you finish everything like I had to find out myself but nowadays you know there's social media there's a bunch of websites Google has a bunch of other resources that you can look at so I feel like you know it would have affected me in both ways first you know, off I want, well first off like I hella want to say thank you because you really were real with us and you really said like the truth like you didn't like I appreciate that one like thank you for being hella honest with, with us about that and kind of opening up and then two I like the points that you made so if anybody else wants to add add to this or take it yeah. into a different direction let me know i actually wanted to add something to it so i know donnie's talking about like you know social media being used as like a source of resource i agree with that but i also disagree in the sense that yes it helps students out but i also feel like it doesn't help the learning process of students because i think a lot of students know and see that social media you know is going to constantly remind them to do something so i feel like they don't really learn from it and i feel like sometimes they rely too heavy on that and the learning process isn't there you know like back <clears throat> when we were growing up if we wanted to search something up we would have to look on it you know we would have to look it up there was no google search there was nothing we would have to go and actually like get involved and actually learn and i feel like nowadays you know you don't have to really like learn it, it's kind of like fed to you and i feel like that diminishes the whole learning process i think it's good and i think it's bad Okay. Yeah, I feel like it's really, yeah, I feel like it really depends how you're brought up too. Like if you're brought up to, you know, just be 
fed the information and be okay with that and you know just receive your grade or get your acceptance letter and just go on with your life then that's how it's going to be but if you're the type of person where you get the information that you need and you learn from it then it's going to benefit you in your future all right guys I really like all these topics that we're talking about so i think we've passed like a, a little bit of the 40 minute mark if anybody has any if anybody has any concluding thoughts or anything that they want to add to this speak up now that way we can you know that way we don't go on forever right yeah i mean i'll add a quick little thing here i'll go back to the uh what has social media like transitioned in my life as I've gotten older. Uh, when I was younger, like we all said, social media wasn't really that much of an impact in our lives because it wasn't really that popular. I mean, MySpace, I remember MySpace. Uh, hey, shout out know. to MySpace, bro. Yeah. Get your own I, song on your profile. I never really used AIM either, but I know AIM was huge to communicate with their friends and stuff like that. Um, for me, the biggest memory of just being able to communicate people online is literally getting a phone, like where you had to like text, like, press like the number two button three times to put letter C or whatever. Like remember those days, like texting oh, took forever. Okay. So oh, for yeah. me, those are the memories that I have of like social media, like just being able to connect online. But as I've gotten older, like, of course, like social media is much more pronounced. It's much more emphasized in society. Like it's just a normal now. And so, uh, of course I have Instagram, I have Facebook, I had Snapchat, the three avenues that we all have pretty much nowadays. But like, I think Cisco said earlier, like for me, the biggest thing is it, it connects me with people that I'm not with immediately. I have family in Spain, I have other just family members around the, the country and I have friends that don't live near me and I can't see them all the time. So, uh, for me, social media is a great way, not just to to communicate but just to see what they're up to you know like i love just seeing like what people are up to and so like you know like for you guys example like i keep in touch even though we don't see each other every day and so um, I, I see you every day in my dreams Ed. <laughs> i know i mean i'm there too no, I'm but uh um, i know yeah i saw you last night i'm sorry <laughs> okay but like no it's, it's just nice like cedric you like your, your paintings like i love seeing your painting johnny like caesar said uh alejandro you love Cisco. seeing his uh, face I just love seeing what you guys are up to. I just love seeing what you guys are up to. And uh, unfortunately, like life doesn't allow us to see each other every day. And so uh, for me, social media has really benefited me because now I get to at least, you know, I'm terrible at texting. Everyone who knows me knows that. Um, and so um, at least... Person. <laughs> at least in this way i can keep some kind of connection and so for me social media has been become that but i can see why social media consumes someone because you're always on it you're always seeing things you're always comparing and so i mean as you guys know recently i took a little three month break of of social media because i just felt like every day after work i was what was i doing on bart immediately like on instagram and then i would close it and then a minute later i would go on it again for no reason like why was on why am i going on there i later nothing has changed but the the three three month hiatus for me just kind of brought me back to you know like growing up and you know just kind of enjoying my myself slowing things down not comparing things to what i see online and it was nice but uh i guess the final thought i want to say is i think social media gets a bad rap because there's so much content content on there but i think that if you use it for what you want to do and not compare yourself to what other people are doing then it could be such a beneficial thing for you like for me it's been great to keep 
keep up, keep tabs with people and just kind of see what they're up to. I love seeing people's accomplishments and um, whether you're showing off or whether you're just communicating, like it's all about interaction. And I think as humans, interaction is beautiful. And so if you use it in the right way and the right energy, the right mentality, then I think it's a good thing for sure. Right on, man. All right, guys. I just, want, just wanted to add one more quick thing, you know, it made me think when Ed was talking, you know, I, I think the big reason why us, like why we don't think social media or we don't take it as a bad thing is because when we were young, we had other ways, we had to learn other ways to communicate with each other. So when social media came along, we weren't easily influenced. And I think that going back to the topic of today's discussion, uh, the youth, that's their only way of communicating is through social media. And so that's why now they have that choice of do I follow this way or do I actually listen to stuff or follow things that will actually help me in life. And I think that that's the key difference here. All right. All right. Keep it locked on Untitled and Unbothered. We'll be right back. Let's keep it moving. Now let's welcome to Untitled and Unbothered, David Lin, or as I refer to him, Coach Lin. Hey, Coach Lin, thank you for joining us today. First and foremost, how are you and your family doing during this time? Uh, first of all, thank you for having me on. Um, family's doing well. Uh, my wife, you know, she works at a hospital facility, so being a, a director of nursing is tough because every day you don't know whether or not she's coming back. Um, but we have tons of help from my parents and her parents who are helping to watch the kids. And um, I'm still at Reardon because as the director of boarding, we still have students living on campus. Um, so we're juggling a lot, but you know, at the end of the day for me, I'm just happy to be healthy and uh, happy to have another day. It's good to hear, man. Uh, well, we're excited to have you on today as our episode focuses on the impact of social media. Uh, but before we get into this topic, tell us a little bit about yourself and what impact from social media have you seen in this generation compared to yours? Um, well, a little bit about myself. Like you said, most people kind of refer to me as Coach Lynn. I'm, I'm also a counselor here at Archbishop Brent High School, coach football, coach baseball. I'm a director of the, the boarding program for our international students. And um, for me, just born and raised in San Francisco, uh, grew up in the sunset, went to career to myself, ended up graduating from USF and got my master's in um, school counseling. In terms of social media, I mean, I think growing up, it's it's not something that I, like for me, it was pagers. You know what I'm saying? Like we learned how to use numbers to, to create words. So it was nothing in terms of being able to highlight yourself or really worry about comparing ourselves and, and showing off ourselves. So I, I definitely think it's been different. Um, but even now as an adult, you know, I use social media, you know, Facebook, I got an Instagram, I got a Twitter. Uh, I even have a TikTok, you know what I'm saying? So it's, it's it's interesting to see me as a 38 year old using social media, but I think I have a different focus compared to maybe the, the younger generation. Good man, and I and I know you've started your your own platform on social media, um, something positive for the community called Why Not Mentality. Uh, what what compelled you to start that, and what's the main message for that? Well, for, for Why Not Mentality, I mean, at the beginning of the year, it's interesting. We have a, a campus ministry director. His name is Mr. Daytalk. Over the summer, you know, part of his job is to create, you know, a faculty retreat, and he he stopped me in the hallway and was like, hey, D-Lynn, are, are you good with helping me out for this faculty retreat? And I said, sure, you know, like, what, what do you need me to do? And so he asked me to talk to the faculty about um, a topic and the topic was stretching outside of your comfort zone. So as I was preparing for that talk, it was basically to kind of set off the year, uh, set a foundation and make sure that we as adults and teachers and faculty members um, were willing to do more for our kids, you know? And, and I think in, in doing that talk, I was 
reflecting and that that same summer you know i actually i have a sister who's mentally ill and i went to go visit for her for the first time in a long time like i, I haven't seen her for years so i went to go visit her and i think that seeing her at, at the uh, napa county hospital really uh, opened my eyes and made me want to kind of do more and so seeing my sister having to do this talk um and speaking in front of the faculty this is this was something that kind of just came about naturally like i spent i, I remember i was in my kitchen just kind of writing down notes and reflecting and thinking about you know how how am i going to do this talk and, and this kind of just just came out it's good man um you know I, I i followed you also on instagram and i think it's also a great platform uh not just for the current students but just you know everyone in general um i know that as an alumni i'm also you know working and doing all, a bunch of things i'm also a dad and i i think sometimes we, we forget you know the, the most important things and you're kind of like that daily reminder to finally you know to, to get to that next level so since starting why not mentality you know and seeing the different people take on your role or your movement what's your best memory so far um there's a ton uh, but I think when so I basically like when I started started why not mentality it was like a faculty talk and then I, I spoke in front of the student body um, to kind of go over the same same idea so just talking about this mentality as a school it just I think my best memory is part part of the things that I wanted to do was get kids to wake up early in the morning and work out and I, you know the whole idea of like why not for me is at age 38 with three kids working you know how do I how do I keep myself ready? And that could be mentally, physically, spiritually, or whatever. And so what started for me on, on the Instagram was I just wanted to share a thought of the day, right? Like at the beginning of the day at like 6, 6.15, I would do, you know, my morning reading, whether it was like reading the Bible or whether it's like looking at quotes or whether it's listening to a podcast, I would take something and whatever like touched me for that morning, I would try and share. And um, it was cool because people started, you know, slowly gravitating towards it, I would get comments. Um, but I think my best memory was, you know, initially it was just me and another teacher waking up at like 6, 6.15, you know, no one's really at Reardon. And then the next thing you know, I, I'm starting to get, I'm starting to get DMs about, hey coach, like, can you open the door? I'm outside. And kids really um, feeling confident to take a chance on themselves and, and try something different, you know, like to, to hear a message and to, to be inspired. Like to me, that's, that's my, my whole goal or part of my main message to, to young people is you you need you need someone to inspire you you know and you may not know your why yet but my mentality is like why not try something you, you won't know until you put yourself out there and take a risk. So um, I think that's my best memory is just seeing kids kind of like appreciate it and then take a chance on themselves and like, hey, can you open the door? I'm here. I want to do a workout with you. I, like I want to be on, be on your hype. Um, so that, that was something that was really special. For me. Yeah, and I think, I think that's important too because there's a lot of kids like growing up they don't have that support system or there's, you know, they're surrounding, they have people who are like doubting them. So then, you know, they bring themselves down. So I like what your your vision of your why not mentality brand is. So I appreciate that myself because I know, you know, myself growing up, there's, there's people who like I would express my goals with and then they'd be like, no, I don't think you should do that. Maybe you should do something else. So I like the whole why not mentality. Right on, man. Appreciate that. Especially because like it's, it's, it's really hard to get up in the 
morning sometimes. Like sometimes people struggle with getting up early in the mornings. Like I know I I'm I'm more of a night person. Like for me, it's kind of hard for me to get up early in the morning. Yeah. And you know, get to school at six in the morning or wake up at six fifteen in the morning. So you know, just just for you, you know, for you to start this whole one night mentality and, and to give kids actually a motivation to get up and get at it early is is really important. It's pretty cool to see, especially you know, like like we my my cousin's there now, you know, and he you know he's really big on sports and all that stuff so i know he takes his, his stuff really seriously mm-hmm. so i know he i know he tells all the he always brings this up to us all the time uh, this whole why not mentality awesome. so I know, I know for him this is you know it's, it's important no I, I totally feel it man like I, I to be honest with you i was never a morning person um and you can I just imagine having like right now my my youngest is six months you know and i have a four-year-old and a two-year-old so during the school year for me to wake up i mean i got to sh- shout out my wife and you know give her props for letting me do that but it's it's the idea that you know if you want to start your day right whether it's brushing your teeth or making your bed almost kind of like a military mentality like the fact that you're you're trying to get something accomplished something as simple as like committing to that changes your whole outlook right it changes your whole direction of of what that day could look like you know what i'm saying and so for me i'm a i'm a firm believer in you know i did the talks to the faculty and i did the talks to the students but in order for people to really buy into it, I got to practice what I preach, right? Yeah. And, and and initially it was kind of like, all right, cool, I'm going to start this. And like, it, it kind of amazed me that even up until this point, so from the beginning beginning of the year in August, even all the way, you know, through now, through COVID-19, I'm still on a mission to like, make sure I send out a message every day or wake up and, and do a workout. And that's kind of been something that I struggled with as a, a young person. I was, I was always good at things, but I never could commit fully. And, you know, that's why... You know, I wanted to share that, like, if, if me at 38 can wake up at 615 with three kids and be feel good about my day and feel more energized um, because I tried something different, then why not you, you know? So that's that's kind of how it all started. I like that. Yeah, I really like that, uh, Coach Lynn, you know, especially, you know, you know, myself and, uh, you know, I'm, I have a kid and I'm working and, but I still, I still make that effort to get up in the morning. And I remember, you know, getting up early, I get up early, like at 5 a.m., you know, and then I finish my workout, I, I go home and then I see your, your post every morning like it was a constant routine you know and i'm like it's that constant dedication motivation uh which some people need you know and especially i think in high school is when you're kind of testing things out um and you're also more i want to say maybe more insecure or you have maybe a little more challenges to do things um and i think more high school students or people in general also ask why you know why am i going to do this not going to help me um and i really like that you're tackling that why not uh, vision because you know especially in the generation these days uh, the kids i feel like they have more technology more resources right to do things um and so i think when we were when we were in high school i think uh, you know we had we did have technology but it, you know the impacts of technology and social media were much less right and um, i think the kids in these in these days need that extra motivation need that you know it's not all about what what post you have or you know what what things you do but what message you're giving out and i think that's what you're trying to tackle also it's kind of like the message you're giving out uh, yeah. which is very positive these days um, and especially now you know we're all stuck at home um and these kids can be on tiktok on facebook on all these different platforms um looking at you know things that won't really improve themselves right and i think what you post every day is that one constant reminder for themselves you know to say you know i need to get back on track 
or I need to focus or I need to do all these things, which I'm sure you've seen the positive, uh, you know, effects of that. Um, so I'm, I'm really excited and I'm really happy for you, man. And uh, I'm really happy that you're on our podcast kind of explaining this uh, for our listeners as well. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. So for everyone out there, like Coach Lynn said, if, if Alejandro and Coach Lynn, both dads with kids, if they can do it, you can too. Why not? <laughs> exactly. And just to like add on that, Coach Lynn, how, like how do you how important do you think it is to have like online platforms to express yourself um, and to convey this positive message? You know what? I, initially, when I first started this, um, I think just like with anybody and anything, it's very easy to be insecure and wonder if if it, if people would care or what people's opinions are. Um, but I think that if you're able to use an online platform to share positivity, I mean, I, I think about it like this, right? Like right now, everybody's so worried about COVID-19 and the coronavirus and how it spreads and how negative it could be. At the same time, I feel like social media is almost like a, a, a hotbed for negative negativity, right? Almost as, as worse as a virus, but more for like mental like mental stuff or um, just anxiety and self-esteem. So if we're able to, you know, come on these platforms and, and show that there's a different side of things that you can spread instead of spreading negativity, like spread positivity, spread love, like spread encouragement, you know, otherwise you have people who are, you know, they'll see something that they, they don't like. And then all of a sudden they're bold on the comments, talking a whole bunch of crap, acting tough. And that's for what, you know, like, like it just, it bugs me to see how social media and online platforms can become such a nasty um, thing in this world. And so if people like us, if, if adults like myself don't choose to be bold and say something um, on these platforms, then it's almost like we're we're okay with it. And I, and I personally am not okay with it. You know, if I hear kids like during baseball practice when we did have it, there are some guys out there um, practicing football. And I love the fact that they're out there, but some of the older guys are just, you know, cussing and saying all sorts of things. And if I would if I let it go, then I'm, I'm basically saying that's okay. So I have to, I have to be the type of person to go out there and not judge them and not yell at them, but be like, Hey, I don't know if you hear yourself right now, but like this little, this, this young kid probably looks up to you. And if you're just clowning on him and talking shit to him the entire time, what kind of effect do you think that's going to have on him? Do you think you could, you could stop? Right. And just having that, that respectful conversation versus going out there and yelling at him and, and calling him a goon and saying he's whatever like that to me is, is I think one of my strengths as a counselor and as a coach is, you got to relate to these kids. You can't just tell them how they're supposed to be, right? You got to meet them where they're at. And then obviously right now where all the kids are at are on social media or on online platforms. So how, how can you build respect? How can you build trust? And then how can you get a message out there that they can relate to and hopefully help them in the long run? Because I remember someone told me, it's like, you want to leave the world a better place, right? Like you want the younger generation to be better than you. Like I want my kids to be more successful than me. And that can't happen unless I, I enable them and empower them to do that. So exactly. Yeah. And especially nowadays, I feel like kids have access to technology, you know, at a younger age than what we did. So with that said, you know, I know you and Ale both have kids. Like, how how would you guys go about preparing your kids with um, what they're what they may see on social media, either now or in the future? I mean, for me, uh, my kids they're they're already like 
on YouTube watching, you know, videos of Ryan's toy world or whatever it is. And uh, I, I mean, it, it's like one of those things that that's hard to prevent, right? Like you want them to be technologically savvy, but at the same time, you don't want them corrupt, right? And so I think it's 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 the idea that yes, you want them to have fun and be happy. And there's obviously a lot of good learning platforms, right? Whether it's, you know, puzzles or alphabet stuff, there's a, there's a bunch of, you know, really, really good tools uh, for our kids to be able to use online. But it's, it's, it's like with anything in life is there needs to be a balance. And what happens is if parents are so busy working, right, or they're so busy with their own relationships or their own stresses, what happens is these kids go online and they have no type of, there's no limits for them. You know what I'm saying? So for me as a parent, it's learning to be able to say, hey, you got 20 minutes to, to do what you want to do. And if I see something that I don't like, then I'm definitely going to be taking that away from you, right? Like being able to let them have some leeway and be independent, but at the same time, guidelines and and the no, the no, like being in the know about when to say no and not, even if your kid's going to cry and bitch and complain about it, knowing what's best for them. Yeah, I mean, for me too, I mean, you know, my daughter, my daughter's three. And so she is already aware of kind of, you know, how to open up YouTube and, you know, how to search up, I mean, how to search up, but if she sees a cartoon, she'll click on it. Um, and especially these days, it could be dangerous, you know, because you don't know if people are hacking or what people are putting online. But, you know, adding to what Coach Lynn said, the, the Ryan's tour review, I know she's really into that. Uh, she's really into, you know, other cartoons like Blippi or yeah. other shows like that. But it's like what, what Coach Lynn said, I, I agree that that balance, you know, uh, you know, we try to avoid her being on the screen all the time uh, so like we'll take off all our screens that's including myself and my wife and we'll go outside or we'll you know we'll do something else together just so that we're not you know also on our screen while she's not um uh, it's kind of like being a leader as well um, in that aspect um, but you know it's gonna happen I mean nowadays these kids are having technology at their face so it's kind of hard to hide that um, especially since we all have our own technology as well yeah. um, but it's also finding that balance if we see her watching something that she accidentally clicked that's like whoa what is this <laughs> like we're, we're gonna take it off right and, and you know so one time there was one time she was watching you know, for example Ryan's toy review and then all of a sudden she clicked like an ad and it was like some topic that I was like what <laughs> I, was like, I was like what are you watching you know so yeah took that off but you know it's just having that supervision not being like you said it gives some leeway as well uh but you have to i mean especially these days um how intense it is with what what they can see online yeah i know i know with me um i don't have kids yet um but i do have nephews and you know growing up i would always advise them and everything um the oldest nephew he's 17 so he's in high school and then the middle one he's uh 12 years old so you know I always tell them like, you have to prioritize what you need to do. You can't just play video games the whole day and just do that, you know? Like you need to maybe play video games an hour or an hour and a half and then go outside, you know, run around, be active, come back in, maybe read a book or do research on something that you're like interested in. Because I always tell them like, if you're just gonna be on your computer or on the PS4 or Xbox playing video games, yeah, it's fun. But at the same time, like you're not really benefiting from that though. Yeah. yeah. Especially cause social media can also be kind of toxic too. Cause there's always a lot of negativity on there too. And there's a bunch of ads that pop up when you're playing video games, you know, when the little ones are playing like games on your phone and stuff, like some 
random apps can pop up and you know sometimes like stuff can be scary because you don't know if you, one click can lead to a whole lot of you know long-term long effects yeah but what what would you say is your is is your next steps with your brand you know now that you got you know you have twitter you have instagram and everything what would you say is like your next step to try and you know get your brand out there more um well it's interesting because I, I never even really thought about this being like a, a brand it re really it started at, at reardon in terms of the talk and then we created like a club so we do have a why not mentality club that students come and meet you know once a week uh and then obviously being nowadays all the clubs they want to make shirts and so we i mean i think we have a pretty cool logo that kids kids like so kids are always messaging me like hey like that shirt's fire what's up with some hoodies like make a hat and, and, I, and i try to tell them you know not not that that wouldn't be cool you know because obviously me being a, a alumni being a guy you know being in a sports like all that stuff is is fun but i think um kind of just going to like the root of what this is for me it's not like if something comes about because people like are interested in it that's great but for me i, I don't even i don't even look at look to it as like hey this i'm trying to create a brand that people like you know i, th I think it's more of a movement and a message and mm -hmm. if that if that in itself becomes something so like right now the only things that I've put my effort into is is just what wherever I think kids are, are gonna listen I've just I've created an account and I put that message right so my morning is Twitter I'll put the thought of the day Instagram I'll, I'll copy my Twitter post put it on there and then I share a story because that's that's what I learned right in terms of using use using social media as a as an old ass dude um <laughs> And then you guys, when you asked me about, you know, speaking on a podcast, I never really thought about it. I thought we were going to talk, you know, through it. So when I downloaded that app and I saw that it was like, hey, make a trailer and whatever. Like, so I started, you know, um, looking into that more recently. Um, but other than that, you know, the, the end goal. Yeah, I mean, I think the end goal for me, if, if one person can take something from a message and have a better day like that to me is a, is is an angle right like yeah, I, 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 like for me it's like a day-to-day -day thing you know I, I really didn't create this um with a business model in mind um i didn't create it with like hey i'm gonna i'm gonna uh become a millionaire or something like it was more like hey it was a, it was something that i i was moved because i was asked to speak about something and it kind of organically grew from there um so we'll see man i really i really don't know a, a lot of a lot of it I want to put on the kids too who, who are are in the club you know next year Reardon's going to go co-ed so obviously that's going to change it up a little bit um but i think for for the better um to be able to speak not only to young men which i you know for the longest time was a, a really good strength of mine but just all young people how, how do we connect that and how do we make it better for everybody yeah i like that I, I mean i think also like what i like what you're saying is how to express myself or my my movement in different ways right um and i'm sure like when you started it was probably just one source social media or maybe it was just you know an instagram post but now i've seen you kind of also expand where you're you know doing posts you're doing actually like twitter tweets uh quotes you know i, I saw your anchor it, that was kind of cool too you know kind of like showing some history um so i think that's kind of you're always always growing right in the ways that you can express yourself and that's going to touch more people right um, and then that person will tell another person. So I think it's just spreading it um, more. And I think that's that's really great. I think that's kind of similar to what we're trying to do here with our podcast, you know, just trying to come together and express ourselves, right? And try to get more people to kind of just listen to us and express themselves too and, and keep growing together. Sure. Yeah, just, just provide that platform, you know, there's a lot of times 
people want to talk about things, but they feel like they don't have a platform or they feel like their opinions don't matter. So that's that's what we want to do. We just want to give them that platform. No, definitely. And I, and I think that's, I mean, if I were to say the next step, I think if I were to have the opportunity to maybe um, not just my voice on the podcast, but I, I'd be really curious and I would probably love to hear responses from like the current high school kids. You know what I'm saying? Like, like the, maybe the next series that, that comes out for me in, a, in an episode is like, hey, the best backcourt in San Francisco, Jelani Clark and Bryce Monroe. Like, besides just talking about basketball, like, who are you guys? And how do you think you can apply the why not mentality um, in your life and moving on or something like that? Like that, that's kind of the next, maybe the shift, like instead of just my voice and my opinions, like how is it working with the young people and how, like, I'm sure young people will listen to their peers more than me, right? And so if we can get, if we can and get, I saw, yeah. No, and I saw, my bad interrupt, but I saw that you also interviewed a couple of people, you know, a couple months ago. And I, I really liked that idea also when you were interviewing uh, alumni or like Jordan Jimenez with his, uh, photography business you know yeah i think I saw that i saw that yeah so definitely yeah like trying trying to highlight people who i mean for jordan's story was amazing right like um came out of reardon uh did really well got into a good university and then had to make a decision you know and and to be able to step into his passion or kind of like go through what a social norm is of you know graduating college and then figuring it out and you know i don't want to speak for him but it's, it's been pretty amazing to see i, th- I, th- I definitely think he's a great example of he was like well why not just follow my heart regardless of what society tells me i'm gonna just make some sacrifices right so the whole the whole thing with why not mentality it's like why not is where you start you know right the the kind of like hey i, I gotta give a take a risk and then the the next two parts um are how much which for me is like how much are you willing to sacrifice and then what steps like once you decide that you're going to make that sacrifice then there's some action that follows so what are the next steps and i think you know he's, he's really been able to take that on and that was crazy to me too because like at reardon he was my mentor for a life team and everything like, yeah and especially in band too he was also my uh my my uh section leader for trombones shout out our arhs band yeah but yeah so i thought that was crazy like because because him and i were you know we were close throughout high school and then just to see him you know and i, I used to see him when he, when he in my senior year when i was section leader so i kind of learned from him a little bit i took you know what he taught me and try to apply that to you know my students i guess you would say mm-hmm. so i was kind of crazy to me just like just to see like where he started and where he where he was at first and to you know for, for him to blossom into you know where he's at now is pretty cool and just to show it, it just shows like going back to your brand it's like if if he can do it you know just starting out from where he was and if and you know just that one decision that he made like if he can do it, you know, why can't you do it? Exactly. And those stories matter because I think people get so caught up in trying to find the right story for themselves, right? Like they feel like they need to fit a mold and, and it just doesn't work that way anymore. I really like that. I really like that coach Lynn. Well, just so like our listeners can connect with you, where, where can they connect with you online? Um, so yeah, like on uh, Instagram, basically why not mentality, Y-K-N-O-T-M-E-N-T-A-L-I-T-Y. Same thing on Twitter. I, th- I have a Gmail, why not mentality at gmail.com. Um, and then I just recently started the, the Anchor. Um, so yeah, Instagram, Twitter, Anchor, Facebook, and yeah. You got YouTube yet? No YouTube, man. I, I haven't I haven't gone that far. I'm not, I'm not, I feel, I, I'm a little uh, hesitant because I'm not really good with like video and I feel like it, it, it's a lot more time consuming. Like with the three kids, like, being able to take time out and do some of these things, I gotta be very strategic. So like the anchor, I could just use my phone and talk. I, I'm down with that. Like I, I can handle that. <laughs> <laughs>
video yeah. editing that's that's a different thing man yeah that's a whole yeah, that's, that's a whole different world <laughs> and just, just just a quick question coach Lynn. why the k and why not mentality uh so for me um i was i was trying to like when i was up at night just trying to figure out my talk and then in my mind for some reason i was like all these different moments in my life where i said why not have some way tied together to me being me and so when i saw oh, the I k i was like it's actually a not so when you say why not that's like the top that's like when you tie things together like when you're able to take a chance on yourself so every time you look back in your life and you're like man when i said why not like that, that for you is a knot that you lock in that opportunity. I like that. I like that. I've always wondered if it makes sense. Yeah, like that. <laughs> it does like make that. sense. Yeah, it makes I a lot of sense though. I like that message. Yeah, yeah. That's good. That's good. Well, Coach Lee, well, we want to thank you very much for having you on today. Um, Appreciate it. We had great conversation today about, you know, the impact of social media, especially with the generation, the youth these days, and also kind of how you're using your platform uh, in a positive influence. So we want to give you, you know, we want to say thanks. Thanks for coming on. And, you know, for our listeners, please go follow. Please go listen to him. He's a really great guy um, and a great motivator, not just to Reardon students, but to all of us. Right on, man. Thanks, Hey, man. shout out, Coach. Lynn, best counselor in the Bay. Hey, you want to see him? If you want to see him, have him too. Enroll to Archbishop Green High School. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, most deaf, keep, most deaf. Keep the move, keep the movement going too. We really like it. Definitely, man. Definitely, I, I, I will, I will keep it up. All right, All right. thank you. Stay safe. Why not mentality? All right, guys, Follow have him. a good one. Take it easy. All right. All right, Coach Lynn. So, if anybody has anything else to say, let me know. If not, I'm going to give us a pretty fantastic outro, or at least the best one I can. Go ahead, Sid. Are we good? All right. So, you know, that was, are we good? All right. So, that was another episode of Untitled and Unbothered. Um, you know, and y'all, any questions that we kind of raised here? If anybody has any comments, concerns, or inquiries, don't tell me because I don't know what to do with that. Uh, but if you guys have any feedback, let us know. And if you guys have maybe any topics that you would, might want to send in for a question we can ask in a future podcast, Podcast, feel free to send it. Other than that, this is Untitled and Unbothered. Have a good night. Good night, kiss. Mwah. All right. There you have it. Untitled and Unbothered. Hope you guys have enjoyed the episode today and continue to support us every Friday. Follow us on Instagram at Untitled underscore Unbothered and have a great weekend. Let's keep it moving. <laughs>